Hello everyone, it is All About Kids here, and today I'm dedicating this episode to toys. Toys are what makes a lot of our childhoods, and technically I'm still in mine, so I can't really be talking about that. But, if you ever have trouble uh, thinking of toys for the holidays, even though they're not really coming up, these are just amazing toy brands that are eco-friendly that you can use to help save the earth. First off, we have the brand Green Toys. Green Toys creations are a definite favorite. They make all the toys from recycled plastic and primarily recycled milk cartons. And this post-consumer plastic is collected, cleaned, shredded, and reprocessed and mixed with a food-safe coloring and then turned into fun toys kids are sure to love. Perhaps my favorite part is their packaging. No annoying twist ties or cellophane wrap. They manage to keep toys securely in their packaging with cardboard and the occasional plastic component. And from this website here called earth911.com, if you want to see more eco-friendly toy brands, um, their top picks include block sets, car carriers, and the seaplane. I'm taking all of these facts off from this website, so go check it out, and maybe you'll buy some toys. Brand number two, Plan Toys. Plan Toys apparently make sustainable wooden toys. Many of the items they made are from rubber trees that are no longer producing latex, In order to make sure that their wood is pure, the trees are given no fertilizer for three years before they're cut down. And they use water-based dyes, non-formadilahide glue, and a chemical-free kiln-drying process. Plant Toys uses scrap wood from their production process to feed biomass generator that powers the plant in surrounding villages. Isn't that nice? And some of their top picks include the Baby Play Gym, the Balancing Tree, and the Play Park. And then the next one, kind of obvious, is Eco Kids. If you have an artist at home, they're definitely going to love Eco Kids. Eco Kids was launched in 2008 by a husband and wife, Cammie and Kip, um, with their three children. They use various eco-friendly U.S. manufacturers to create art supplies that are safe for your kids. You can all see their available crayons, finger paints, dough, and more. And it has a photo here, and it looks so cool. The eco dough, it comes in yellow, orange, green, pink, and blue. And it has really nice packaging, too. (laughs) Next one we have is DIY toys. This one isn't a toy brand, but if you're particularly crafty, it's surprisingly easy to make your own toys. And quote, my daughter has spent hours upon hours in her playhouse made from a jumbo card box. Spent a few minutes perusing Pinterest and I'm sure you'll find a toy or two that could easily make a home that your child would love. End quote. If you're more crafty, there are a 
bunch, a bunch, a bunch of great websites that sell plans for making your own wooden doors. Some websites even teach you how to paint them. Isn't that helpful? So they're safe for your kids. And next, finally, dun dun dun, we get to the myth. The myth. The story of Medusa and Athena. Once upon a time, a long time ago, there lived a beautiful maiden named Medusa. Medusa lived in the city of Athens in a country named Greece. And although there were many pretty girls in the city, Medusa was considered the most lovely. Unfortunately, Medusa was very proud of her beauty and thought or spoke of little else. Each day she boasted of how pretty she was and each day her boast became more outrageous. On and on Medusa went about her beauty to anyone and everyone who stopped long enough to hear her. Until one day, when she made her first visit to the Parthenon with her friends. The Parthenon, oops, was the largest temple to the goddess Athena in all the land. It was decorated with amazing sculptures and paintings, Everyone who entered was awed by the beauty of the place and couldn't help thinking how grateful they were to Athena, goddess of wisdom, for inspiring them and for watching over their city of Athens. Everyone, that is, except Medusa. When Medusa saw the sculpture, she whispered that she would have made a much better subject for the sculptor than Athena had. When Medusa saw the artwork, she she commented that the artist had done a fine job considering the goddess's thick eyebrows. But imagine how much more wonderful the painting would be if it was of someone as delicate as Medusa. And when Medusa reached the altar, she sighed happily and said, My, this is a beautiful temple. It is a shame it was wasted on Athena. For I am so much prettier than she is. Perhaps Sunday people will build an even grander temple to my beauty. Medusa's friends grew pale. The priestesses, who overheard Medusa, gasped. Whispers ran through all the people in the temple who quickly began to leave. For everyone knew that Athena enjoyed watching over the people of Athens and feared what might happen if the goddess had overheard Medusa's rash remarks. Before long, the temple was empty of everyone except Medusa, who was so busy gazing proudly at her reflection in the large bronze doors that she hadn't noticed the swift departure of everyone else. The image she was gazing at wavered, and suddenly, instead of her own features, it was a faith, a face of Athena that Medusa saw reflected back at her. Vain and foolish girl, Athena said angrily. You think you are prettier than I am? Doubt it to be true, but even if it were, there is more to life than beauty alone. While others work and play and learn, you do little but boast and admire yourself. Nonsense, Athena retorted. Beauty fades swiftly in all mortals. It does not comfort the sick, teach the unskilled, or feed the hungry. And by my powers, your loveliness shall be stripped away completely. Your fate shall serve as a reminder to others to control their pride. And with those words, Medusa's face changed to that of a hideous monster. Her hair twisted and thickened into horrible snakes that hissed and fought one another atop her head. And with that... Athena sent Medusa with her hair of snakes to live 
with the blind monsters, the Gorgon sisters, at the end of the at the ends of the earth, so that no innocence would be accidentally turned to stone at the sight of her. And that is why you should never take too much pride, always think of others. And on a very unrelated note, be yourself. Like Athena told you to. Now, go pamper yourself and get off this podcast. What are you still doing here? Get off. Go, go. Go pamper yourself. Okay, I'm out. Goodbye. I'll see you next time.